Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Bear markets are exceptionally difficult. 99% of people will fail using the strategy and mindset I'm about to share. Maybe just 1% will make a killing. This call is not a moon boy shill. I'll simply be discussing examples of how to spot opportunities early, especially in a bear market. Previous examples of when people have done this is spotting, for example, the P2E gaming trend, which led to explosive rallies in the Axie Infinity token. There are no guaranteed results. I'll simply use two cryptos to try and convey the kind of mindset and trend spotting that could go on to give you 10x gains in 2023. If that is something you want to explore, if you're comfortable with the risks and still keen to go on, let's do this. Conditions right now are violent and volatile. So before we go into any type of strategy, we need to look at the charts. Things were looking pretty dire for BTC, but thankfully we now find ourselves trading up slightly on the 24 hour, back around the 16.5k level for BTC and up about 5% on the 24 hour. Ethereum doing better disproportionately, perhaps because it was underperforming BTC disproportionately, up 7% on the 24 hour, back above the 1.1k level. Curve token has rallied an absolutely gobsmacking 52%. We'll talk about this more in a little bit. Really important to make sure we understand what happened here. And there are not that many losers on the day. If we look at the top 100 cryptos by market cap, we soon realize that only three of those cryptos are printing negatives. So all in all, it's a good day for BTC and the wider market. So why is BTC doing better? Probably because the market is calming down slightly since the FTX collapse. We've not had another sort of groundbreaking headline to erupt just yet. There was something that was slightly concerning, which we'll cover in a second, but that looks to have been sort of calmed down. And maybe markets are experiencing some bid pressure uh, because of more risk appetite more widely in the marketplace. The next FOMC meeting is on the 14th of December, so not long at all. And interestingly, the market is anticipating with a 76% certainty, so pretty damn certain, that there will be a 50 basis point interest rate hike. Now, why is this interesting? It is interesting because in previous meetings, it's always been a much more aggressive 75 basis point hike. So this would finally represent a shift back to normal markets where perhaps people are more incentivized to take risk. And what does that mean? They might be more incentivized to buy stocks or cryptocurrencies or other risky assets. So we've covered the charts. I will go on to this strategy for spotting exponential returns in the crypto markets. I will use two examples to sort of guide you through that. But before I get into that, I'm just quickly going to talk you through the top headlines in the crypto news today. We've seen that rumors very quickly in these current markets become absolutely devastating, game-changing events. So it's really important we're just aware of the rumors or whispers while they're still quiet and while they don't become so deafening that they take down the entire market. So we've had a strange situation go down with the Binance CEO, CZ, and uh, Coinbase's Bitcoin holdings. Coinbase was trending on Twitter yesterday after the Binance CEO CZ sent out a tweet that appeared to question Coinbase's Bitcoin holdings. In the since deleted tweet, 
CZ referenced a Yahoo Finance article that alleged that Coinbase Custody holds 635,000 BTC on behalf of Grayscale. CZ added, four months ago, Coinbase, I assume exchange, has less than 600k, with a link to a four-month-old article from Bitcoinist. The Binance CEO made it clear that he was simply quoting news reports and not making any claims of his own. However, his tweet was not well-received by the crypto community. So the tweet has since been deleted, but some people did manage to grab a snap. Shortly after, the Coinbase CEO, Brian Armstrong, indirectly responded to CZ in a series of tweets, stating, If you see FUD out there, remember our financials are public, we're a public company, with a link to Coinbase's Q3 shareholder letter. He clarified that his company holds circa 2 million BTC, worth about $40 billion, as of 9.30 CR10Q. I do think this is a very important point, Coinbase is publicly listed. Uh, That comes with a great deal of benefits. They have access to a much wider market, but with those benefits come a lot more responsibilities like reporting earnings, balance sheets, uh, financial statements, income statements, uh, cash flow statements, you name it, every quarter to the public. So with Coinbase and other publicly listed companies, we can be slightly more certain of the state of their financial health, which Brian Armstrong very rightfully pointed out. And even CZ seemed to point out that this was fair play by Brian. He deleted his tweet shortly afterwards, stating Brian Armstrong just told me the numbers in the articles are wrong, deleted the previous tweet, let's work together to improve transparency in the industry. So a little bit of a scare around Coinbase, which was then quickly resolved. I don't know whether this was a good thing or not by CZ. It seems like he just wanted to uh, cast some doubt or some open dialogue around the state of Coinbase. Uh, Maybe this is healthy for the market. Given recent market events and Binance's perceived role in instigating them, some have called out CZ for the insinuations. Uh, As you might remember, FTX's liquidity crunch, uh, which led to an overall spiral in the market over the past few weeks, is believed by many to have been initially triggered by the Binance CEO after his tweets caused panic and a bank run on FTX. So uh, Coinbase seems to be in a better position, but... uh, Genesis's position still remains pretty unclear. Genesis has called in a restructuring expert in a fight to avoid bankruptcy. A spokesperson for Genesis says, we have no plans to file bankruptcy imminently. Our goal is to resolve the current situation consensually without the need for any bankruptcy filing. Genesis continues to have constructive conversations with creditors. It is, stood, it is understood that Genesis is seeking somewhere between $500 million to $1 billion from investors to cover a shortfall that ultimately stemmed from unprecedented market turmoil and the fall of crypto exchange FTX. So they're looking for funding. They're looking at restructuring. This can include uh, cost-cutting operations, so uh, maybe employee layoffs, uh, sales of any liquid assets, or just whatever they can do really to help Genesis cover its current liabilities. Remains to be seen if restructuring will be successful or whether ultimately it will come down to a bankruptcy, but people are worried about Genesis contagion risk because it's part of Digital Currency Group, which of course has exposure to uh, many other parts of the crypto markets. 
And just a final bit of news before we really hone into identifying top cryptos, not coins for the next year and just generally in the bear market. Argentina's fan tokens have sunk 31% after the World Cup loss against Saudi Arabia. We know that soccer fan tokens or sports tokens are picking up some interest in the cryptocurrency markets. And of course, uh, they are seeming to convey as much volatility as the games themselves. Uh, And of course, where there's volatility, there's opportunity. So it might be interesting to some listeners. We will now jump into specific strategies to make money in a bear market. The first part of making money in a bear market is trying to catch outlier performers. As we've seen today, some altcoins will pump. Curve has pumped 50% on the 24-hour. Anyone who was able to navigate this event would have done very well. Let's take a bit of a look at it. Due to recent events, centralized exchanges have lost consumer confidence and are now under a microscope. DeFi protocols are hoping to take some market share and one popular DeFi protocol is back to making headlines. Curve hasn't made an official announcement, but their GitHub account shows the project is all set to finish its crypto-backed stablecoin. Curve USD will be similar to MakerDAO's DAI and will be over-collateralized. According to the white paper, you can mint Curve USD by depositing excess collateral in the form of a cryptocurrency loan in reserve. This is called a collateralized debt position. The stablecoin will also have an algorithmic element using a lending liquidating AMM, LLAMA. That will continuously liquidate and sell the deposited collateral to better manage collateralization risk. The governance coin for Curve saw some higher price action yesterday, possibly due to the release of the stablecoin documents, but in the background, a short position was also discovered on DeFi protocol Aave. A trader on the protocol borrowed 92 million Curve after depositing $57 million in USDC as collateral. The trader then began selling the Curve tokens, which is presumed to have resulted in the 25% decline Curve saw before the 50% jump. Rumor has it that this position was an intent plan to highlight flaws in the Aave protocol, which was successful since Aave incurred $1.6 million in bad debt. Considering the stablecoin documents were randomly released in the middle of the short squeeze without an official announcement, there could be some truth to the rumors. So what can we draw from all this? Uh, Perhaps that first of all, in a bear market, you really want to stay in touch with the trend at the moment. Knowing that centralized exchanges have lost consumer confidence already paints a more attractive narrative to decentralized exchanges. So if you're looking for a ecosystem to keep an eye on, of course, decentralized exchanges become a lot more interesting. And then, of course, this huge position, which led to the price jump. This is when it can be really important to just stay up to date. Many people would have known about this, heard the rumors through crypto Twitter, through the use of on-chain insights. For those who are in the know during the bear market, there will be opportunities to make serious money. So make sure you have your preferred methods to access information, be that crypto Twitter, be that uh, news providers like market meditations, whatever it is that works for you, make sure you always have an eye on these kind of opportunities. Now you may be thinking, I don't personally have time to sort of be at the crypto Twitter screen or on my on-chain analytics provider or my news provider every hour of every day to spot these kind of quick opportunities in bear markets. This is where we go on to the sort of next trend or strategy or mindset, which is trying to identify macro themes in the market. For example, Polygon has been making some key strategic partnerships recently and could look like an interesting crypto. 
Let's talk about it a little bit more in light of a more recent partnership Polygon has had or made. So it's not all doom and gloom in the cryptocurrency industry. I know every other account right now, and indeed ours is talking about the damage from FTX, but there is other things going on in the market as well. In fact, believe it or not, some projects are continuing to see growth and expansion in the face of some of the worst market conditions we've ever seen. If you want some proof, we don't blame you, and in fact, good job. Now is when to be more skeptical than ever in the cryptocurrency markets. The NFT marketplace Magic Eden announced an integration with the Polygon scaling platform to grow into blockchain gaming ecosystems. This expansion will enable Magic Eden to support the ecosystem of game developers and creators flocking to the Polygon network, which hosts industry staples like Decentraland and Sandbox, as well as AAA studio game projects like Midnight Society's Deadrop. This partnership should bring more Ethereum-based attention to the NFT marketplace since, the la- since Polygon was developed to help scale Ethereum's network. Magic Eden is bringing its fair share to the table, however, the platform has $2.5 billion in trade volume. Even though the NFT space hasn't seen growth lately, sales have been declining since spring, NFT volume on Ethereum has risen in the past month, while Polygon saw comparatively exponential growth, increasing over 70% in the same time. One of the very few benefits of these market conditions is how much easier it is to identify projects with strong fundamentals. While some are forced to abandon development, others continue expanding product lines and establishing partnerships to emerge stronger when the bull market comes back around. So if you have a more long-term mindset, it's all about identifying macro trends and altcoins or cryptos that are showing some strength or building right now in the bear market, such as Polygon. These will be the ones to exponentially outperform in the next bull market. So what we've done in this call is give you two kind of strategies to do well in these types of market conditions. The first one is a little bit more time intensive, just being really attuned to what is going on currently in the news and spotting those kind of huge volatilities of certain altcoins like we've seen with curve token today and the other is more of a long-term patience play of keeping an eye on projects that are building during a bear market when the others are being very quiet and positioning yourself towards those for those kind of exponential returns in the next bull market sayonara that is goodbye in japanese because i believe they are due to play against germany very shortly